أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا مولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وضرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد الحمد لله we reach this Mubarak fourteenth night of Ramadan and we're we're you know we're pretty pretty close to the halfway point uh, here uh, in Ramadan. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala give us whatever we need that we missed in the first half and the second half. Allah Taala give us the tawfiq to make the best of it and to use it and not to abuse it or lose it. So we continue uh, reading uh, the section regarding the doctrine of Hakim al-Tirmidhi with regards to wilayat, with regards to the friendship of God or, or of sainthood as uh, would be, I guess, a cultural, rough cultural equivalent translation. So you know uh, that the word wali is current amongst the vulgar, meaning amongst normal people. Uh, and it is to be found in the Qur'an as well as in uh, the uh, uh, prophetic tradition in the hadith. For example, Allah has said, Verily, uh, 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 upon thee, friends of Allah, no fear shall come, nor shall they grieve. Allah inna awliya Allahi la khufun alayhim wa lahum yahzanun. And again, uh, God is the friend of those who believe. Allahu waliyu ladina amanu. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Amongst the servants of God, there are some whom the prophets and martyrs deem to be from the happy ones, meaning from the people of success, from the people of good fortune and good fate. He was asked, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who are they? Describe them to us, perchance we may love them. He replied, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, those who love another through God's mercy, without wealth and without seeking a livelihood, their faces are luminous and they sit on thrones of light. They are not afraid when men are afraid, nor do they grieve when men grieve. Then he recited, verily, on the friends of God shall no fear come, nor shall they grieve. Furthermore, the Prophet ﷺ said, He who hurts a, 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 a wali of mine has allowed himself to make war on me. These passages show that Allah has awliya, who he has specially distinguished by his friendship and who he has chosen to be the governors of his kingdom and has marked out manifest uh, to manifest his action and peculiarly favored with diverse kinds of miracles and has purged of natural corruptions and has delivered from subjugation to their uh, nafs and to their hawa, to their lower uh, instincts and to their passion so that all of their thoughts are of him and their intimacy was, was with him alone such have been in past ages and are now and shall be hereafter until the day of resurrection because Allah has exalted this ummah above all others and has promised to preserve the religion of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He makes an important point to remember. He says, such was the case in the past and such is the case now and such is the case that will be until the day of judgment, even though there are some very salty and like chewed out people who are like, oh, I don't believe in that stuff anymore. It's okay, you don't, you didn't find it. Maybe you didn't look, maybe you didn't look, who knows. But just because you didn't find it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Rather, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the fadl of Allah ta'ala is not cut off. This is a, it's like a little baby brother version of what the Yahud felt when they saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
and the Christians for that matter as well. They're like, oh, he must be a faker because we claim this and we're fakers. So someone else should be a faker. It's fine. Look, if you're a faker, I'm a faker with you, you know. But that doesn't mean everybody's like us. There are some good people out there as well. This is a this is a doctrinally sound belief, and it's something important to have inside. You, you and me, we may be like bad people. It's okay. But there are some people who are not like us. Here we have two parties opposed to us, namely the Mu'tazila and the rank and file of the Hashawiya, the anthropomorphists. The Mu'tazila uh, denied that one Muslim is specially privileged more than another. Uh, uh, but if a saint is not, if a wali is not specially privileged, then neither, neither is a prophet uh, especially privileged. And this is infidelity. This is kufr. The vulgar anthropomorphist allowed that special privileges may be conferred, but assert that such privileged persons no longer exist. Although they did exist in the past, uh, it is all the same. Uh, however, whether they deny the past or the future, uh, one side of deni- denial is no better than the other. Uh, obviously, he's talking about people in his time. Mashallah, the anthropomorphists in our time, uh, they say that they existed, then they no longer existed. And then they came back like with three people. And then like 150, 200 years ago or whatever, then they made a comeback. And now they have like a, a mashallah, a, you know, a, a gig that they're, you know, attending a pit bull concert or something like that. So, you know, uh, so that's that's what the anthropomorphists of our time say. And uh, uh, it's still, it's something we, they're our brothers, they're Muslims, inshallah, and whatever. But we don't, you know, we disagree with them rigorously on this uh, as well in this time. God then has caused the prophetic evidence, the Burhan and Nabawi, to remain down to the present day. Uh, he considers the existence of these people to be one of the, one of the proofs of the, the Dalail of the Nubu of the Prophet ﷺ. This is also a doctrinally sound position. It's not a Sufi position, it's a... Uh, a position that uh, 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 that's an aqidah position. He says, God had then caused the prophetic evidence, the Burhan and Nabawi, to re- remain down to this present day and has made the awliya the means whereby it is manifested in order that the signs of the haq and the proof of Rasulullah's veracity may be continually uh, uh, seen clearly. He has made the awliya the governors of the universe and they have become entirely devoted to his business and, and have ceased to follow their uh, sensual affections. Uh, through the blessing of their advent, the rain falls uh, from the heavens, and through the purity of their lives, the plants spring up from the earth, and through their spiritual influence, the Muslims are given victory over the uh, uh, unbelievers. Uh, amongst them, uh, there are 4,000 who are concealed and do not know one another and are not aware of the excellence of their own state, but in all circumstances are hidden from themselves and from mankind. Traditions have come down to this effect, and the sayings of the awliya uh, 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 proclaim the truth thereof. I myself, God be praised, have had ocular experience, khabare ayan, in the matter, meaning I've seen this, I've seen this like in the waking state. But those who have the power to loosen and bind are the officers of the divine court. There are 300 called the akhyar, the 40 are called the Abdal, the 7 are called the Abrar, the 4 are called the Otad, and the 3 are called the Nukaba, and the 1 is called the Qutub or the Ghayf. All of them know one another and do not act save by mutual consent. Uh, all of these things he mentioned, he, because he's not a muhaddith, he's not going to tell you know, where they came from, but none of these things are like uh, uh, things that he made up. All of them, if you go back through the Athar, you know, if you want to look, you know where you, you can look, there's the... Uh, uh, Hadith 
I believe in the Jami of Tirmidhi about the uh, Abdal, uh, and it's not in the Jami of Tirmidhi, either in Tirmidhi or Abu Dawud. I get them confused because I read them from the same Sheikh. So I get the in there. There's quite a bit of overlap in content, and the subject matter is very similar as well. Uh, but there's a mention about the the Abdal of Sham uh, 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 in a hadith, because he mentions the 40 are called the Abdal, right? And uh, uh, Interestingly, one of the best discussions you'll find about this from the Hadithun is from uh, 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 Mubarak Puri, who was an Indian, Indian Salafi. No, no, no. It's from the same family, from the same, from the same village. But Mubarak Puri was known to be a, a very famous center of, of the study of hadith, and they were non-conformists. They say we don't follow anyone's madhab. We just we just follow follow the dahir of the athar, and so he's not like he's not like a, you know he's not one of those guys. But he uh, but he actually writes actually the the different narrations about all of these things. That, there, that there's a set of special oliya that are in Sham, and that they're they're known as the abdal. And the Oliya of Egypt are known by a particular name, and the Oliya of Iraq are the Asaib. And there's like he basically he brings the narrations for all of these things as well. I know because I mentioned this the narration in which the Abdal are mentioned in uh, uh, in the Masjid one time, and uh, one uh, gentleman who was like comically anthropomorphist. He once made a scene outside of the masjid and said that I believe Allah is here and he's pointing in the sky knowing full well that the earth rotates all the time and this is not even pointing in the same direction every any two seconds. And I'm like, okay buddy I don't know what surah or what Quran or sunnah you got that from but whatever bro, like whatever. So he made a big scene about this. So I brought the proof and I actually brought the narrations and things like this and he made a second big scene. But whatever, you know the guy actually to be honest with you didn't even know how to read or speak Arabic so it was my bad for even uh, indulging him. But these things are there in the Athar. This is why, like in the old times, somebody knows, you say Abdali or you say Abdal, they know that, that you're, talking about, you're talking about a particular type of wali. People know who the Qutb is, people know who the Ghoth is, etc. They may say derisive remarks after because they don't know what the Asala, what the, you know, how, what the root of these things are in the Athar, but they're there. Uh, and so he says what? He says that the 40 are the Abdal, the four, 300 are the Akhyar, the 40 are the Abdal, the 7 are the Abrar, uh, 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 the, the, meaning the most pious ones, right? The 4 are the Otah, the Watan is, is like a peg that like holds, holds things down. And uh, 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 the 3 are called the Nukaba, and the, 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 the 1 is called the Qutb or the Ghoth. All of these know one another and do not act save by mutual consent. Uh, here the vulgar uh, may object to my assertion that they know uh, uh, one another to be the saints on the ground that if this was the case, then they must be secure about their fate in the next world, right? Because nobody knows for sure except for the person who knows from Wahi that they're going to be, they're going to go to Jannah, right? So how is it these people know that they're at this maqam of sainthood? I replied to them that it is absurd to suppose that knowledge of sainthood or wilaya involves security. A believer may have knowledge of his faith and yet not be secure, uh, why should not the same be good of a wali who has knowledge of his wilaya? Uh, which is true as well. And there's stories of great mashayf and great, literally like leaving the deen apostasy and things like that. And then they, some of them come back and some of them don't. So a person can be, people have been deposed from their, their maqam of wilaya as well. People have this confusion. They think somehow, forget about wilaya, something much more petty than that. People think about like... Uh, 
Fulan is the Khalifa of so and so Sheikh. Hazrat Tanri said that they, people think that becoming the Khilafah, receiving the Ijazah, uh, the Khirqa from your Sheikh is some sort of like a license to enter Jannah, like getting the Jannah free card. Because that's not what it is. It just means that this person has the ability, the potential to, to go and train and teach people. It doesn't mean anything with regards to their. Uh, to what's going to happen in the hereafter. Yeah, if you made it, if you're like the Qutb and stuff like that, likely odds are you're going to die as a Muslim. It's probably better odds than the dude who's drunk right now. But at the end of the day, these things don't happen by odds. From our frame of reference, we reckon and do things by odds. Allah ta'ala yaf'alu ma Allah yaf'alu ma yurid, ma yisha'u. Whatever he wants, that's what he does, Right? So he's saying that, that just that knowledge itself, it doesn't mean that anybody has any security of, of anything. Just like a person knows, like, do you, someone asks you, are you a believer? And you say, yes. That doesn't mean you have knowledge of your salvation. It just means you have knowledge of your own iman. Nevertheless, it is also possible that God should miraculously cause a saint to know his security in regards to the future life while maintaining him in a state of spiritual soundness and preserving him from disobedience. Again, these can be cached. For example, someone sees a dream of the future. Like every time they see a dream of the future, it comes to pass. Still, it doesn't transmute the sharia. The sharia still is above all of those things. Even if a person sees the Prophet ﷺ telling him, you know, like whatever, Trump is going to be convicted to, and he gets convicted exactly the way he sees in the dream or whatever. Still, it doesn't affect the sharia. The law of the sharia still supersedes it. At most, it will make something that was previously permissible recommended just for that person if they actually saw what they said they saw. But it doesn't change anything. So if a person was shown this, it doesn't change anything. It just it's something, a, a thing that between them and Allah Ta'ala that has no impact on the deen otherwise or on people's belief. The shaykhs differ on this question for the reason which I have explained. Those belonging to the 4,000 who are concealed do not admit that the saints can know uh, himself, whereas the, uh, those of the other class take the contrary view. So this is his tatbiq. He says some of the mashayikh said that that no, they don't know their sainthood. He says that's the 4,000 that say that. Because <laughs> they're prevented from seeing their own wilaya. And then the people who wrote books from the 300, they, they'll say, no, 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 you can know that. Because that's their, which is an interesting take. Abu Ishaq al-Isfra'ayini and some of the uh, uh, ancients uh, hold that a, a saint is ignorant of sainthood. Whereas Abu Bakr ibn Fawraq uh, 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 and others of the past generation hold that he's conscious of it. These are big names, by the way. These are big names in ilm. Isfarayini is like a very interesting person. Uh, go read his go read his tabaqa and the uh, in fact we should do that one night. We'll just read his tabaqa in, in Cyril Alam. Um, he was like a, a he was ustad. You know, nowadays they say for everyone is ustad this and ustad that, you know, like if you're not people you're too young, people don't want to call you Sheikh yet and they don't want to, you know, whatever, but so they'll just call it Ustad this and Ustad that. If you read in the books of Ilm who's the Ustad, it's Isfarayini. If any of these Asatis are Ustad like he is, then uh, uh, that's what a real you want to be an ustad that's the ustad you should be like Allah Ta'ala forgive all the rest of us for being fakers uh, I asked the former party what loss or evil does a saint suffer by knowing himself if they allege that he is conceited when he knows himself to be a saint I answer that divine protection is necessary it's a necessary condition of wilaya and one who is protected from evil cannot fall into self-conceit it is a very common notion that a saint who is to whom extraordinary miracles karamat are 
continuously vouchsafe does not know himself to be a saint or their uh, uh, miracles to be miracles. Both parties have adherence amongst the common people, but opinion is of no account. The Mu'tazila, however, deny special privileges uh, and miracles which constitute the essence of wilaya. They affirm that all Muslims are the friends of Allah Ta'ala when they are obedient to Him and that anybody uh, who fulfills the ordinances of faith and denies the attributes and vision of God uh, uh, and allows believers to be eternally damned in hell and acknowledges only such obligations as are imposed by reason without regards to revelation as awliya. So this is him kind of busting a, 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 an elbow into the Mu'tazila for being haters, for being haters, and perhaps well-deserved. All Muslims agreed that such a person is not a quote-unquote wali, but is a, a, a wali of the devil. Uh, Mu'tazila also maintained that if sainthood, if wilaya involved miracles, all believers must have miracles vouchsafed to them because they all share in the same faith. And if they share in what is fundamental, they should also likewise share in what is derivative. They uh, f- say further that miracles may be vouchsafed to both believers and to kafirs. For example, anyone who's hungry or fatigued on a journey, some person may appear in order to give them food uh, or uh, 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 mount him on an animal for riding. Uh, if it were possible, they add, for anyone to traverse a great distance in one night, the Prophet ﷺ must have been that one man. Yet when he set out for Mecca, uh, Allah Ta'ala said, and uh, they carry your burdens to a land which you would not have reached, save it not f- uh, with sore trouble to yourselves. I reply, your arguments are worthless, for God, glory, for God said also, glory be to him, uh, um, who took his servant, transported his servant by night from the sacred mosque to the furthest mosque. This is, he's basically, basically he's making his uh, refutation of Mu'tazil Aqidah here. So the Isra is a proof that this, this means nothing. He says, miracles are special, not general. Uh, but it would not have been a, a, a general instance if all the companions, radiallahu ta'ala anhum, had been miraculously conveyed to Mecca. And this would have destroyed all the principles of faith in the unseen. Faith is a general term applicable to the righteous and the wicked alike, whereas wilaya is special. The uh, journey of the companions, radiallahu ta'ala anhum, to Mecca, Mukarrama, uh, under the former category, is under the former category, but in as much as the case of the Prophet being the special one, Allah conveyed him in one night from uh, Makkah to uh, Al-Quds al-Sharif, and then to the space of two bow lengths from the Divine Presence, and he returned uh, uh, ere the night uh, was far spent, meaning before the night was, uh, was spent. And uh, to deny special privileges is manifestly unreasonable. As in a place, uh, there are chamberlains, janitors, grooms, and viziers, uh, who, although they are equally kings, the king's servants, are not equal in rank. So all believers are equal in respect to their faith, but some are obedient, wise, and pious, and some are ignorant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the people of Iman. May Allah ta'ala give us what he gave the ones that he loved, and from his elect and select servants, even though we don't, we don't uh, deserve it. And the fun part is this, right? The person might be like, well, I'm not, I'm not good enough to ask for wilaya. The idea is nobody's good enough for it. Allah makes some people good enough for his fadl. Maybe Yom Al-Qiyamah will find out that all you had to do was ask. <laughs> and the person who asked will say, Alhamdulillah, and Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And the person who didn't ask said, well, I kind of should have asked. So like it's like serious like ask not just like you know just like oh yeah I mean eh. like like you like someone makes a dua on a WhatsApp group and like how many people <laughs> text I mean with like stickers and emojis with Arabic and stuff they can barely read against the background no like actual like like actually ask Allah like actual like ask Allah 
you know, who knows, maybe that's all you needed to do. Uh, Allah Ta'ala give us all from his fadl. Sallallahu Ta'ala Rasulullah Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.